Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've got viewers scattered about the globe, and I got a note from someone in Germany. In Germany. And they said, Steve, here's a story that you might find interesting. And um, it's in German, but there's a way to get it translated into that English you speak. Uh, and it has to do with Facebook. It has to do with Facebook. Now, we've talked about Facebook before on here quite a bit. In fact, there's a case going in front of the U.S. Supreme Court, possibly. But it's, it's, they've sent it up there for consideration about the guy who started the parody page about the local police department in Ohio. And of course, we've also heard of people who got in trouble for posting things on Facebook. So here's the thing. In Germany, in Germany, someone got in trouble for not posting something, simply clicking the like button beneath something. That simple click got them in trouble with the local law. So this is from netzpolitik.org. Politik is spelled I-T-I-K at the end, which is how we know it started out as a German story. And the headline is Freedom of Speech with House Searches Against Likes. Now, this translation is a little rough because it was done by a translating program uh, that Florian ran for me. Uh, but he read it and he said, Steve, German's my primary language. English is a second language. He goes, I read this and it appears to have translated well enough. Not everything translates perfectly from the German, but close enough. So the question is, can a like be punishable? The District Court of Meiningen affirmed this question for the first time and even justified house searches. The questionable verdict thus allows law enforcement agencies to use bazookas to shoot at sparrows and pushes the boundaries of freedom of expression. So this is a, a commentary piece written by somebody, and they liken this to someone going hunting for sparrows with bazookas. <laughs> Likes are the fuel of social networks. It's a well-known fact that if posts are given a heart, an asterisk, or a thumbs up, they get more distribution, more attention, and thus more likes. What is new, however, is that a thumbs up can be punishable statement that even justifies a house search because the district court allowed that and thus confirmed a previous judgment of the district court there. And now, apparently this is up on some kind of appeal, because if the verdict is upheld, this will not only have consequences for social networks, but will also shift the limits of freedom of expression. So in America, we've got the Constitution. And although the Constitution appears to be very, very clear-cut, <laughs> uh, sometimes the courts can make it look like it's not. So... I'm not sure if you could get in a lot of trouble with the law if you simply clicked like on something. Because we've heard of people getting in trouble for things that they typed and posted, whole sentences and statements and threats and things of that nature. But simply saying that you thumbsed up something, I'm not sure about that. So in June, in Germany, the district court ordered a search of the suspect's home and his vehicle. He'd previously liked an entry by someone on Facebook, and he had added an emoji of the thumbs up. Now, in the entry, somebody had commented on the funeral service for two police officers. Uh, and someone had written a comment, not a single second of silence for these creatures. So that was the original statement posted by somebody else. The district court saw it as proven, stated the accused had made the statement his own with his like and ordered the house be searched in order to secure his smartphones, and other electronic storage media. So someone else posted this comment about the police officers. This guy went in and simply hit the thumbs up button, for which his house got searched for electronic devices, as was his automobile. Uh, 
The suspect was not the only one whose home was searched. The day before the court case against the two accused of the actual shooting, the police in 15 different states searched the homes of 75 people whom they accused of publishing hate postings. More than 180 devices were confiscated, including laptops and smartphones in particular. Again, remember this is happening in Germany. Germany. The accused lodged an objection to the search of his house with the district court. He did not write his own entry, just liked another user's post. He has neither made its content his own nor his uh, directly uh, nor his entry directly related to the murder of the officers. Rather, the term creatures refers to police force as a whole, so there's no personal disparagement. And this, this guy now is, is speculating that you could read that statement two different ways. One is, don't shed tears for the police, referring to all of them, or don't shed tears for these two guys. And of course, that is ambiguous as written in German. So <laughs> the court was not convinced by the argument. It concluded that the search was proportionate and lawful because of the seriousness and strength of the suspicion. The suspect was sufficiently suspicious of both the approval of criminal offenses and the denigration of the memory of the deceased. Uh, it was enough that he added the emoji to the Facebook entry. Even preschool recipients could clearly understand the thumbs up. So the question is, somebody writes a statement it can be interpreted two different ways, one of which is about these two specific officers versus all of them. Because remember, not a single second of silence for these creatures, these creatures. But that's in response to a story that says that two officers were involved. So now the writer here asks, where are the limits of freedom of expression? And again, Germany. <laughs> two legal objections that he raises to the argument. On the one hand, the court's assumption that the accused appropriated the content of the Facebook entry with his like is questionable. Even if the irreverent designation creatures in the Facebook entry obviously denies human dignity to the murdered police officers and is therefore to be regarded as a serious libel, as the court claims, that does not mean that those guilty uh, who publicly condone in this statement, that those are guilty just agreeing with that statement. Uh, and by the way... Um, it just talks about shedding a tear, or I'm sorry, it just talks about moments of silence for somebody. And that's a far cry from saying, oh, it's good what happened to them, or I, I would have done the same thing, or I hope it happens again. Simply saying not a single second of silence for these creatures, unless they're saying it's just the use of the word creatures to describe a person, uh, which I suppose could be it as well, that what they're talking about. So ultimately, the regional court made an insufficient distinction between an insult and its approval of the actions behind the people who caused the event. So the court must therefore ask itself whether it also wants to have the houses of people searched in the future who, for example, at a cabaret event, applaud an allegedly illegal statement or insult or even just laugh at it. Yeah, so suppose you go see a show by some comedian who, who sometimes says the things that we're thinking but we're scared to say, and he makes a politically incorrect statement and people laugh. Should they go search their houses? <laughs> the district court goes even further, though. According to the verdict, the accused publicly approved a murder in a way that is likely to disturb the peace. So they're pulling the old, oh, you're disturbing the peace thing. By giving it the thumbs up, you're disturbing the peace. However, according to Section 140 of the German Criminal Code, 
This only applies if statements tangibly incite violence. So in other words, they can't say you're disturbing the peace unless something actually happened (laughs) where the peace was disturbed. This isn't a hypothetical or a theoretical. It's can you see something that happened? Did something happen as a result of that thumbs up? Other than the police going and searching this man's house. Which, by the way, it sounds to me like that's the biggest breach of the peace here. On the other hand, the search warrant is anything but proportionate. According to the court, it served to secure the data on the emitting end device as evidence and to confiscate the instrumentalities. Less drastic measures were not available either in June or in retrospect. However... The accused apparently didn't deny having posted a thumbs up. The seizure of the instrument of the crime was therefore also irrelevant for the course of the investigation. So why this drastic measure, which significantly invades the privacy of the person concerned? It sounds like law enforcement wanted to crack down on this and make the guy sorry he did it, which of course is not the job of law enforcement. So the guy was asked apparently, did you do this? He said, yeah, yeah, I gave it a thumbs up. So what? They went and searched his house and grabbed his smartphones. Well, you don't need those as evidence because the guy admits he did what he did. Unless you're thinking he may have done worse that you don't know about. But do you have any evidence of that? Or do you just go through Facebook looking for the thumbs ups that you don't like? Using a smartphone as evidence here like a knife or a pistol shows either digital ignorance... Having a little difficulty here, the translation, hang on. But then the question arises as to whether her decisive action has something to do with the fact that in this case, it was not an Austrian doctor or a young Twitch streamer, but an official from her own ranks who were affected. So I think what they're saying here is that there were other cases of people who complained about things posted on the internet about them. And the reason here that the official was taking this action was, well... This affects a, a law enforcement officer, uh, and, and we work with those here in the courts. So we'll look out for them more than we would somebody else. If the court ruling stands, this will have serious consequences for freedom of expression in Germany. This development had already become apparent at the end of 2020 when the uh, prosecutor's office in Frankfurt initiated criminal proceedings for the first time because of Facebook likes. At that time, however, the officials still openly said that the procedures serve more as a warning. It's more of a warning than anything else. And only a few months earlier, in the Bundestag debate on the amendment of the Network Enforcement Act, even members of parliament from the government factions conceded insufficient definitions of terms. That would be vague, as we call it over here. For example, in the question of whether like, according to the law, fulfills the penalty of approval or not. So you can't post something that says you approve of something uh, uh, illegal, apparently, in Germany. Courts are now negligently clarifying this question at the expense of freedom of expression and the fundamental rights of citizens. Again, Florian sent me this, and the original is in German, from netzpolitik.org, and netz is spelled N-E-T-Z. And then, like I said, the politik is written T-I-K at the end instead of T-I-C. But this is talking about a situation in Germany. And and there was apparently a shooting that involved some police officers. And somebody posted the statement, not a single second of silence for these creatures. And someone else simply gave it a thumbs up. And they got, in essence, search warrants for that person's house and their car to seize all their electronic devices. And remember, that person didn't do the shooting. They didn't even post the post. All they did was like 
the post about the shooting, for which they were then descended upon and had their stuff seized. So we don't know what's going to happen if this person is going to be charged or not with a crime. Uh, quite often, as we point out, uh, even if someone's not charged with a crime, if you arrest them and trash their house, that's punishment enough to draw some uh, objections from most other people. Uh, so I don't know if this is the extent of it or if this person is going to be charged with something. But that's a very serious problem. But of course, the big distinction here is the government of Germany and their laws and how they have laws that protect their people versus the U.S. Constitution. And so in America, these things always boil down to the type of speech it is and whether it be protected. And, and the fact that it's typed on the Internet or posted on the Internet doesn't really change that you simply look at what's actually being said. And, of course, the First Amendment is a very, very powerful tool that we have over here. But, of course, there are exceptions to it. And right now, that, of course, is what the big fight is all about with the case that they're trying to get the Supreme Court to, to, to review. And that's the one regarding the, the parody account. And you'll recall that the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals had said that the man's making of that parody page was not protected free speech. Uh, because of the fact that it wasn't labeled as a parody. And some people might not have understood that. That's what the Sixth Circuit said. And as we've noted, some very, very uh, high-profile entities have filed amicus briefs, including The Onion and also The Babylon Bee. And I did not do a video about The Babylon Bee, although I did a, do a, I did do a video about The Onion. And The Babylon Bee, I, I have to shout out to them right now because they um, did something very, very interesting. <laughs> They filed an amicus brief with the U.S. Supreme Court, and they filed a parody brief publicly. And so the publicly available parody brief was extremely goofy and bizarre and funny. And you read it, and you're like, this is insane. But of course, at the very end, in a footnote, it says, this, by the way, is a parody of the brief we actually filed. And if you want to read that, click here. And there's a footnote with a link in it that takes you to the brief they actually did file. So the interesting thing about doing humor is it's hard to come up with original concepts sometimes. And so when The Onion filed their parody brief, it was brilliant. So when somebody at the Babylon Bee says, well, you know, maybe we should file something too. How do they up their game so it doesn't look like they're simply imitating the onion? And so what they did was they actually, like I said, filed a real brief with the Supreme Court and a parody brief with the public. <laughs> and I remember I was reading this about halfway through and I'm going, I can't believe they filed this. And at the very end it goes, well, yeah, of course, we didn't file this. This is not the real brief we filed. So free speech, I think, has stronger protections in America than it does in Germany. Uh, but then again, of course, um, there are still fights about it, and it's always evolving. And you'd think, well, I don't know, Steve, how long have we had that Constitution? A couple hundred years, give or take? Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred years. <laughs> you'd think these questions would be settled by now. No, no. And one of the reasons that they're not settled, of course, is the way that everything evolves in our society. And much of it's technology, uh, and much of it is just simply the way uh, everything else evolves with societal norms and so on. 
And so, you know, if you simply look at the way people spoke 200 years ago versus how they speak today, I think the people back then would be shocked by the public discourse today. But of course, they wouldn't even understand what social media was either. So we'll see what happens. But if I get an update on this, I will pass it along. And Florian, if you see it, please let me know. There's a chance that a story in Germany, in the German language, might somehow get beneath my radar. <laughs> so there you go. Freedom of speech. Uh, house searches because someone gave a post on Facebook the thumbs up. Unbelievable. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. There is no quick way to success. It comes in installments. Every day's activities is a minor contribution to a heavy pay of success. Don't waste the day.